Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. Two o'clock hour here, East Coast, Moneyline, Donnie and Kevin, right here on the grid. Huge baseball card tape, which is great. JP, I love Tuesdays because usually we get a look at some pitchers that are okay and some that are really bad. So I have 25 pitchers picked out on my card today, and at least half of those pitchers are above an XFIP minus of 100, which I love. And I know JP said, all right, we're going after a total. So I got a feeling we're going after it. You said total, right? Am I getting that right, JP? Yeah, I'm doing a total. All right. All right. So are we going over? I'm going to say we're going over today. Are we going over or are we going under? Going over. All right. All right. So let's take a look at the card today. And let me see what a guess. Now, see, I have to. You have, like I would say to myself, like even squares, which I like to bet with squares quite a bit here on totals. And quite frankly, a lot of squares just like totals. And I consider myself maybe a little bit of a square better in that market, but I'm successful. Are you going Texas Baltimore over nine and a half? Like, where are you going? I'm not. I'm oh, going with the, the game you just previewed in the last segment, the Yankees-Pirates game. Ah. All right. So we got over. Did you get eight and a half, nine? What did you get in that game? No, I got it at nine minus 110. All right. So we got nine. Heavy favorite here for Tyone, the Yankees. We brought this up, JP, on the early line today. And I was looking at this game also saying to myself, it can go two ways. Because Quintana actually has decent numbers this year, being a left-handed pitcher, spitballer, you know, 20% strikeout rate, not big, but pitching towards contact. He actually has very good weighted on base percentages, the lefties and righties. But that Yankees lineup, the ISO power numbers all the way through are so incredible that you say Quintana is not, you know, that pedigree pitcher that's like, okay, he should be able to mow this lineup down. It's a give or take tonight, and they have nine, excuse me, out of the nine batters, eight of them will be from the right-hand side against Quintana. I think they do do damage. You went whole game, so you also think that Tyone can give up a few here against this young Pittsburgh lineup. Yeah, and I think that's why it's not a better number, uh, because I worry this game gets like 6-1, 7-1, and I miss it by a run or two, but yeah. I'm just hoping the Yankees absolutely blow it out of the ballpark, and I, I pick this up. Yeah, one of those games where it's like 5 nothing third inning, and then you're not going to get any good. Because I always like that in a total, even if it's a team total. Knock the relievers out of the game. They say, what do you mean, Donnie? The relievers have to come in. No, knock the top three bullpen guys out of each team in like a five-run game. It's like a pinball machine late in the game. Like, oh, we're down four runs. We're not really going to win this. I don't want to burn anybody in the bullpen. So I can see where you're going with this one. So let's go ahead and see if that game can get taken down. What's the weather here also out in Pittsburgh? Let's take a look. So we got, da, 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 da. all right, 85 degrees, which is nice for Pittsburgh. Uh, wind blowing out to left field, more of like a crosswind at about eight miles an hour. So if you're looking from a hitting perspective performance, 
that makes some sense there. You got some decent weather for the Yanks, and again, they are going to load up on right-handed bats. So if the wind is blowing primarily to left field, JP, isn't that what you want? That's exactly what you want there. So hopefully some of those fly balls can get out of town here and you have some blasts from the big boys, you know, like Aaron Judge going deep, Stanton going deep, even Donaldson getting in the mix here, and DJ LeMahieu. Because as we said, the weighted on base percentages for the Yankees against lefties is okay, but the ISO power numbers, and that's something that you really want to watch out for. Those are the numbers here that are elevated. So that ballpark, excuse me, the balls leaving the ballpark, doubles in the gap, hard hit baseballs. That's what we're anticipating tonight from that aspect. But as I said, there are a lot of good games here in tonight. We picked out about seven or eight of them a little bit earlier on the early line today. And I think they're going to hold up. First game of the afternoon is Seattle and San Diego. That's Gilbert versus Clevenger. Minus 136. Now, it's kind of interesting you see that and say, well, isn't Clevenger the better overall pitcher than Gilbert? Name-wise, he is. But Gilbert hasn't been that bad here in 2022. Let me just take a look at some of their numbers. Logan Gilbert, how about this? A 92 XFIP minus number here in 2022. And also with an ERA of a 2.66. Now, that elevates a little bit here with the Sierra number of 3.73 when you add in some defense and some analytical you know, metrics there. But if we slide down, so let's go ahead and see. We got Gilbert in that matchup, and then where does Clevenger pop up here? Does he have enough innings here to be ranked? I thought he did here, and he does, number five overall. So you got two pitchers that are basically dealing this year with low ERAs, and if we look at the FanDuel Sportsbook right now, just bringing up the actual numbers on this game, Clevenger's a minus-136 favorite and a seven-and-a-half total. I'm not all that impressed here with San Diego's lineup. Now, I know they're trying to get back... You know, obviously, Fernando Tatis. Let me just see if we have the rosters out for this game today, and we can really take a look and a deep dive into some of these numbers and see if it actually does make some sense. So let's roll over this here. All right, so lineups are out here. Clevenger, obviously a right-handed pitcher, and check this out. Like, we always know, like, Seattle, when you pitch in Seattle, it's more of a pitcher's ballpark. Same thing with San Diego, by the way, also. So you're in a pitcher's ballpark, which both of these pitchers like pitching in, obviously. Pitcher's ballpark as opposed to Wrigley Field or playing in Philadelphia or playing up in the Bronx. But if we look at these two guys here, the lineup specifically here for Seattle, Rodriguez out of the leadoff hole is a 341 weighted on base percentage against righties. Very good this season. Crawford, who's a lefty, hits at a 347 clip here versus right. Everybody else in this line of three through nine is terrible with a weighted on base percentage. Wasn't supposed to be like that. Like Seattle was supposed to be revamped on offense. You know, the addition of Eugenio Suarez, you know, Frazier comes over, Winker. They got a couple guys that can really hit and haven't done so this year. But that lineup leaves a lot to be desired. Now, if we flip it over to the opposite side, going after Gilbert, he's got very good splits between lefties and righties. And also, look at this lineup today. Profar, 334, weighted on base percentage. Machado, 386. Voigt, 335. Not hugely elevated numbers in the rest of the lineup. A lot of lefties doing no damage this year. As I said, Gilbert, how about this? An 071 ISO power number versus lefties. Oh, offense might be tough in the afternoon. You know it isn't tough. Coming back with us here on Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back at it on Moneyline. It's Donnie and Kevin on a Tuesday afternoon right here on the grid hitting the Major League Baseball card. And Kevin... 
JP made his announcement. I took a guess at the easiest swing on the board, and it wasn't there. He's actually going with the game that's, I don't want to say it's a little bit off the radar for a total, but we were breaking it down while you were away. Any thoughts on where he actually went with this total? Well, the thing is, is I do guess under, like every single time it goes kind of the, to JP's direction. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I, at least I'll justify what I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm going to say JP's going over in Mets Reds because he's fading Scherzer's mm. first start back. JP? Uh, it sounds fun, but no, I'm going with the Yankees Pirates game over. Mm. Ooh. Because he expects Tyone to get blown away tonight. Wow, tangy. It's, you know what? <laughs> yeah. How about that? I can respect it, though. I can respect it. Not bad. So, I mean, obviously the thought is the Yanks are going to score a zillion, though, obviously. Yeah, like Quintana, just, like the, the dam has to break on Quintana sooner or later at this point, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. Just going to be spinning those 86-mile-an-hour pitches up there against the Yanks. And also, yeah. all right-handed batters in the lineup tonight outside of the Rizzo, which leads to a 85-degree night, wind blowing out to left field. Now, mm-hmm. on the parlay, or just to double down on this, I don't think I'm going to have any home run props out of this game, as wild as that seems. Because Quintana has mm. decent. The, the strategy that I've been sticking to is not just saying, all right, give me the best hitters against the best, you know, against pitchers they should be able to rake, which I do think the Yankees will be able to rake Quintana today. But the numbers don't take, like, here's what I want. A guy that can't get lefties out versus a guy that actually rocks lefties. Simple. It's a simple formula with some of the numbers I look at. Now, you have the Yankees who rock left-handed pitchers. But this left-handed pitcher is like, hey, man, I hold my own against right-handed batters. Because like, let's just say Quintana couldn't get right-handed batters out. Wind blowing out in Pittsburgh. Now, it is a pitcher's ballpark. I'd be loaded up. I'd have five or six guys ready to go launch mode for the Yanks. But I just don't have it today. Ooh, so, um... That's a shame, though, because I, I do like when the Yanks, when the Yanks kind of fit the mold there. But man, I gotta t- sometimes I see a spot like that. Like obviously, it can go wrong. The RS, mm-hmm. but I see the Yanks and the Pirates, and the Yanks are in such a way. I'm like, how do they possibly lose? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like how? Like with the way they've been, in what world are the Pirates beating the New York Yankees this year? Just doesn't it? Like you know, sometimes they do those uh, series. Man, I don't know if those Serious are out. Price? I'll see if I can find Yes, but like during the regular season? Yeah, like, sure, they got the odds the Yankees sweet? Oh, is it there? I don't know. I don't think um, – I think you have to go digging for that stuff. Like I'm not so sure like FanDuel has it or DraftKings, but it, uh, there are I multiple should. books that have like the series price, and it would be expensive there, no doubt about it. But I, I see what you're saying. We're just taking – now also, just to equate it to over the weekend – uh, I did uh, s- Sunday and Monday, excuse me, Saturday and Sunday. I don't think I had, I didn't, I didn't have any um, team total, alternate team total parlays out there. And I remember checking a look at some of the scores. Like if I said, you know, because the tweet I put out, I believe was Saturday. I like this one two-team parlay, but it's a little bit too high for me. It's a minus 202 for two teams because I couldn't find a third. Now, if I would have bet it, it would have actually won, but I didn't, and I didn't like it, so it's not like, oh, man, I should have. No, I was never betting it to begin with. Somebody just asked me what actually are those two teams, and they hit. But looking at the Yankees, like Tristan McKenzie was on the mound. The Yankees didn't even score. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you could say to yourself, like, boy, these are so easy, and yet that most of the people would have probably said, all right, mm-hmm. I'm just going to pick four teams on a Saturday to score three runs or more. 
How many of those would have just included the Yankees? Like automatically, yep, Yankees, Tristan McKenzie, three. Even if they get beat, what are they going to be? If they get beat seven to three, yeah, but they still got their three runs. Who cares? They didn't even score that day. So it just goes to show you, any given day, like your team can just be like, well, wait a second. This didn't make any sense. It's actually, it's pretty crazy that the Yanks at times do still offer up the very worrisome, we can't hit the baseball at all performances. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe I'm paying closer. Well, I know I am paying closer attention to Yankees games and everybody else in the league. So maybe everybody has those days. But there is a, a chilling feeling at times when the Yankees are struggling in the way that they obviously did on that Sunday. Yeah. Now... I got to. I'm trying to find something here. Now I don't want to pull away from baseball. Yeah. But I saw a screenshot on Twitter of Kyrie's next team <laughs> DraftKings, yeah. though. Oh. Like uh, odds. Now this was posted about an hour ago, 45 minutes mm-hmm. ago, which are the Lakers at about a minus 350. Because mm-hmm. I, I know I could probably get these from you know various places, but I mean if it's on a DraftKings, like that's on a you know that's obviously very legitimate there. But I find DraftKings very difficult to navigate their out of state books. But I, so I'm trying to find this here because I'd also like to see the Kevin Durant next team situation. Obviously, then if it is on a DraftKings. Yeah, it looks like because the only thing I see on DraftKings is like a futures market which says with Kyrie and yeah. Kevin Durant, uh, points, points combined. What I don't know who's betting that at this point now, but those are the only things that's showing up. But it is rare that like a onshore book, I would like to say, has those numbers unless it's just like yes. one of those, I don't know, like, but will Mitchell Trubisky be the week one starting quarterback for the, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers at that point here? So be interesting to see what that is. Because are you going to be angry when Kyrie decides to go to the Mavericks? Like, is that just going to ruin your, ruin your LeBron 2022-23 campaign? Like, is that really going to hurt your feelings when it comes down when he doesn't go to the Lakers? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, why would I? I mean, if that, if that did go that direction, now, which I don't anticipate, um, if it did go that direction, then the Lakers season is going to feel lost. So, yeah, that that obviously w- would be terrible. You know what I mean? Uh, how how could I? Ant- <laughs> no, I mean, would be crazy. Kyrie Irving. If they get Kyrie Irving, right? And I'm yeah. shopping at the Donnie Wright side sports book. Mm-hmm. How many teams will you have in front of the Lakers for title odds? Title odds. Let's see. Uh, so currently up there, what? Boston, Milwaukee, Phoenix. Clippers, Warriors, and then the Lakers 12 to 1. So if they got Kyrie Irving, are they jumping any of those? Now, granted, you would have to change some of the metrics because the Western Conference, right? So you'd have the Golden State Warriors still technically ahead of them right now, Phoenix Suns, and the Clippers. Why would they go ahead of the Warriors? They can't go ahead of the Warriors, can they? Do they even move up at all? I think the number moves right because the gap between them is 7 to 1 to say 12 to 1. Yeah. However, you know what I think is maybe... Look, the Warriors have lost pieces this offseason here. But I don't know. Like, adding Malcolm Brogdon for Boston and losing Otto Porter Jr. for Golden State justifies a plus 200 gap between the two sides. I'm not really... Like, I would say... Donnie, like, if I told you the Lakers go from 12-1 to to plus 850, 
you would say that's right, or you yeah. you would say that's off base. No, they get they'll be under ten to one. But if I'm looking, yeah. just they have to jump somebody. But I don't see how it's even possible. Like maybe it would have been a little bit easier if the Golden State Warriors were five to one. Let's just say to lead the mm-hmm. Western Conference and say, okay, they're going to yeah. move up a little. Or excuse me, five to one to win the NBA championship. But I just don't see like the Lakers. Okay, they get Kyrie. Now they're better than Golden State, which I don't think they are overall. If Golden State comes back intact. I would think mm-hmm. Golden State's a better team than the Lakers. So I don't know who they would actually jump. Their odds would improve, yes. But I'm not sure they jump anybody. But who knows where the betting market flies. Oh, they're better than the Clippers now, but the Clippers are even with Golden State. Maybe the Clippers go behind the Los Angeles Lakers and move up. I could see that. Phoenix Suns, I don't think you go above them until we see what happens with DeAndre Ayton. Maybe the Clippers drop down off that 7-1 plane and go behind the Lakers. So I would still say they're, what, fifth in line if that happens. Maybe, though, you're dealing with a scenario where they eat into everybody's market again and drops back. But I do, listen, I know there's worry about health. LeBron James, though, is is he better than the best player on Phoenix, Golden State, and the Clippers? Is Anthony Davis better than the second best player on, say, Phoenix, Golden State, and the Clippers? Those are the questions you have to ask and see where you find the answer. We'll see. We'll be right back here on Moneyline, right here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. The phone line's burning up here on Moneyline. Stani and Kevin right here on the grid, Sirius XM Channel 159. If you want to join us, come on in. 844-843-6879. Carl from New Jersey up on deck here on a Tuesday, bringing the heat after a huge, I guess, eating weekend. Carl, what do we got out there? What's good, guys? How are we doing today? Happy Fourth. Hello, hello. Yo, yo. What's yes, up, very good. Too yeah, I, was, uh, I did. I did check out the hot dog contest yesterday. I don't know if you guys had a chance. And mm-hmm. um, yes. if you remember Friday, I did have a wager on that, and I got it refunded Ooh. from DraftKings because yes, about two minutes into the contest, somebody stormed the stage and tried to put a tried to grab Joey Chestnut, and he put the guy in a chokehold and threw him off the stage. But DraftKings refunded my bet, so you know, happy Fourth of July from DraftKings. That's the way it works, man. Also, I guess uh, Joey Chestnut does not like Star Wars, K-Dub. Is that true? All I know is that he wasn't breaking that record anyway. They were saying the pace early. <laughs> he was, he was not. I think, I think that eight dogs, Kev. Cost him eight dogs. No, yeah. That protest was there to, to take the heat off Joey. Joey paid him, actually, because he knew he wasn't going to be able to hit. I like where you're going here. Marks. There we go. I like where you're going on that. By the way, what do we have? Do we have a lot of hot dogs yesterday? A lot of burgers, Carl? Like, where do we go yesterday on the grill? I was living my best life yesterday, paying for it. I made low yesterday. We got we got at it on Sunday. Uh, we had a little party over at the friend's house, so we got at it Sunday. Yesterday was a little mm-hmm. low key. Yesterday, just hung out and uh, you know, chilled around the house. But uh, how about you guys? Anything anything exciting? Way too much food. I think that might have been the wetter approach for me, K-Dub, was actually lay it on on Sunday and relax on Monday. But it sort of went the opposite direction where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do some damage in myself today and I'm cool with it. 
and so be damned the very next day where I got to work a long day. But I got after it here. Bets wise over the weekend and fun. So, I mean, I know K Dub was doing his thing. What do we got today on the baseball card for you, Carl? What do we got going on? So yesterday, I went with a home run derby approach. I took 10 guys yesterday ah, and I do uh, 10 geez. bucks on each guy. I went 3 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I, I went plus yeah. 34 bucks on the night. So it wasn't bad. That's beautiful. I'm going to do that again tonight. I grabbed five guys so far as I've been just hanging out looking at guys. I've got Mount Castle from uh, mm-hmm. the Orioles, Arenado, Jose Ramirez, Rowdy Telez, and Hopkins. You guys got anybody interesting? You want to throw a guy in there each for me tonight? I don't I don't have it lined up tonight, but anytime you start to mention guys like Rowdy Telez, like oh, my ears perk up because that's one of my guys. Now he did be dirty a little bit last week. If anybody could have done me dirty, I guess, when you try to line it up. But I'm trying to get into really bad pitchers, and I might have to almost take a leap of faith because I was telling Kevin here, Carl, like the Yankees lineup is so damaging today towards left-handed pitchers, but it doesn't technically line up. I don't know if I want to buck that trend and get after it. Like two guys that you might not think of, right? You take a look at the Cleveland Guardians, Jose Ramirez and Josh Naylor, right in the middle of that lineup. Ridiculously high high ISO power numbers versus right-handed pitching. And Hutchinson is the worst pitcher on the card for me. So maybe doing some of that, you know, bottom feeders here. Going with baseball teams you normally don't go with here for home run derby. One of those might pop up here. But I can't wait. I, I want to have, Carl, nine guys tonight to, hit, to go up against. I do. Fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it last night. So uh, I kind of spread it, it out over the day. Tonight, obviously, it'll be a little more condensed. But, uh, yeah, it makes for uh, an interesting night to keep the uh, phone buzzing. Awesome. Yes, it does. Well, we'll get after it tonight. Hopefully pick up some dubs there on the diamond. And maybe this home run derby thing is really going to be starting to be, you know, attached on. And I know I also see, I see your tweet out here. You want to let the good people know what that tweet says with your play tonight? So the other game I did like tonight was the Houston Astros. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're minus, you know, on the run line. We'll take that minus 120 mm-hmm. over on MGM. Astros rallied back last night. That was probably the Royals' one chance to win a game yeah. in this series. And uh, they took their hearts last night. So, you know, maybe they get their, uh, you know, head stomped on tonight a little bit in a big game. So that's that for tonight on the uh, game play. All right. There we go. Zach Granke also. High XFIT minus number. High Sierra number. And how can you fall? Like, you know, you know, Kevin, it's one of those teams where you say, okay, I'm going to take a team total. I'm going to take the Astros tonight. Don't you just feel good about that bet every night, regardless of who's pitching or who's in the lineup? Like, they're always so, going to be around? I, uh, yesterday, was as I, you know, even when you don't, if you have a day off, right, you usually peruse the board a little bit. Yes, of course. And I saw Astros Heasley. And I went, <laughs> oh, wait a minute now, right? <laughs> Basically, Donnie's favorite lineup in baseball. Yes. Yeah. What is a bottom 10 pitcher in baseball in Heasley? Yeah. I went straight to your timeline, mm-hmm. and I was I was confused. Yep. Where Didn't was match the, up. Where yeah. was the throwdown? When I saw that, I said, you know what? I got to abandon ship. Something's, something's not right. Something's yeah. not right. So I just uh, I laid off. But they, not, they, were, they were struggling in that game. Like, yes. It didn't look like that was going to come in. Yes, it was one of those games where you looked at it and be like, you know what, I saw it on the board. And it would be very easy just to click on a team total or an alt-team total. But something just wasn't perfect for me. And I kept saying to myself, Donnie, just fade the worst pitcher on the card. What's the worst thing that can happen? They're down 5 to nothing. I'm like, oh, my goodness, it's actually going to work out. Now, if you had any team total, if you had, you, know, <laughs> you had them in any direction outside of run line yesterday, you cashed in because there's still a bad bullpen that has to fill in an extra couple innings and they couldn't fill anything in. But you're right. 
Where was that call? Like this automatic fade. Like, oh, you would have been better good, or excuse me, better lucky than good yesterday because the guy you were fading pitched well, but they just destroyed that bullpen there. It was, which is funny, right? That was always the thing again with that Baltimore team last year, is even when those awful starting pitchers managed to pull and scrape together a respectable outing, they always tossed it then over to a bullpen that just got punished and obviously that was the case now for this yes. Royals team all right let's get after the phone lines again because we're going to take a caller here and then we are going to talk a little baker mayfield in the next segment but let's go ahead down to the great state of west virginia red tails on the line here on a post fourth of july show on the grid what's good red tail hey guys hope you had a great force yeah you too it's good it was good how was it down there in wv solid very nice. It's raining today. It was very nice on uh, the, the weekend. I had, had a good time. Took my boy skateboarding, so he had a good time. But life's good. Mm. A lot of hours. Hey, hey, can I start out with a quick? Hey, can I start out with a quick trivia question? This may be easy. Love it. Um, oh. What? What do Nick Saban mm. and Jimbo have in common? Coaching the SEC <laughs> Both old dudes. Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. What, what do they have in common? You tell me. What is it? Both born in the great state of West Virginia. Ah. Oh, there you go. Goes right back there. What part of West Virginia are you talking about? Huntington? Charleston? Where are we from? Yes. Um, I... I think uh, Fisher was from Clarksburg, and I believe yeah, Saban was from Fairmont, which is just south of Morgantown. How about that? Never no, also, I, 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 I told J- where it came from. But I told JP a way to enhance his bet. I think he agreed with me. If you like the uh, Yankees over, you could uh, on uh, Fanduels take a parlay, take the Yankees to win an over eight and a half or plus one forty wager, which I was all over that. Yeah, you would figure if they're going to carry the weight there for scoring, they probably are going to win the game. And I would be surprised if the Yanks went to Pittsburgh today, Kevin, took a loss against Jose Quintana and those Pirates. Now, granted, it's baseball. We've seen crazier things happen, including Tristan McKenzie shut that team down. But I'm not anticipating that today. you got a nice hitting environment out there in Pittsburgh. Even though it is a bigger ballpark, I think some balls leave the yard. Look, it it does always uh, logically make sense there, right, is if you're looking to back that game, yeah, Yanks are going to score seven, probably should just rock with the Yanks there. I've always always understood that kind of – which is why I think you've always said the team total aspect makes more sense for you. Yeah, it does. All right, now, great callers here chiming in, giving out some doves, making the show go much faster here. I love it, too, because sometimes Tuesday, you need a little kick in the butt. Usually it's Monday you need a kick in the butt, but a holiday weekend that's based around drinking a little bit and then eating a little bit more, yeah, you need to get the the juices flowing. So, exactly. Now, I needed something to get myself going here. That's a little Baker Mayfield talk because, again, look look at the date. It's July the 5th. Two weeks just over two weeks, you are going to see teams in training camp getting after it. In just about three and a half weeks, you're going to watch a legitimate NFL preseason game on your TV. So here's the quote.
from Ian Rappaport as he appeared on Pat McAfee's show. I don't know what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield, but the Seahawks have never really been that interested in him. And the reason that quote hits home with me is I saw Pete Carroll once again act like he had Joe Montana and Peyton Manning in his quarterback room. Like, stop asking me questions. We have the best room in the league. He doesn't. And I don't see this is why it, it kind of almost relates back to the thing we've talked about off the top there. I'm sorry. Am I supposed to believe that Seattle's had never been interested in Baker? Or I mean, you know what, though? Maybe there is some legs to that, right? And maybe that's why the, you know, it's been tossed around to try and add a little leverage to the Cleveland side of the coin. Maybe so, but I, Donnie, I am over the Baker Mayfield thing. Wake me up when this guy's <laughs> traded, no? What are we hey, doing we were, here? We were led to believe time was of the essence to get Baker into what? his yeah. new team to learn the offense. When does he show up on his new team? Three weeks in the camp with no chance to start? My goodness, it's NFL season. We're cranking it right now on Moneyline. Come on back with us right after this break. It's Donnie and Kevin. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And Donnie right side. All right, 20 on the gun here for a Tuesday on the grid for Moneyline. Major League Baseball taking full effect. And by the way, we're starting to use our heads a little bit here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, we have two odds boosts on the board today. One that's popped up that we haven't seen yet this season, and it's for runs. Get this. Eight or more runs scored in each game between the Cubs and the Brewers the Royals and the Astros, and the Giants and the Diamondbacks. If that comes in, that's a 4-1 to one price here. Now, I don't love all those games, but mm-hmm. I do like the fact that it's something different that I'm looking at. And it's not out of the norm. Like, they're not giving you, hey, Scherzer's going up against Clayton Kershaw. Go over 8.5 when it's a 6.5. Like, they're all in that relative ballpark. And all it is lower than all of the initial. Like none of those yes. games are seven and a half. So you're you're. Mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't know about a discount because again it's still a, a major parlay there that you're basically betting. Yeah, that's good. I like that man. Fifty wins two hundred bucks there if you bet the max. That's yes. pretty good stuff actually. I gotta say. Yes, and and it's a fun one too because a lot of the times look we want to win these we get it. Not just out there giving away your own money out here to sports books, but sometimes I like ones where it's like, hey, if it all unders or just something like strikeout props, like this is a fun one where you're going to be in it basically all nine innings in every one of those games, unless like one to nothing, obviously, heading into the ninth inning. I don't mind that. The mm-hmm. other one on the board, the Yankees, they should win. The Astros, they should win. The Toronto Blue Jays, they should win at a minus 180, even though they were terrible yesterday. Yeah. That's three to one here. Now, it is, to put it this way, I'm going to ask you this question. One's plus 400, one's 300. In your mind, which one is more likely to win? Mm. Mm. Good question. I, I do think the money line parlay is more likely to win, I, I, I would say. And, and, that's, and the odds obviously tell us that as well. Because you're dealing with all basically minus 200 favorites, right? 
You are, but if you take a look here, right? Uh, Yankees, road team. Uh, Blue Jays, road team. Astros, now they are the home team here for Houston. But we do have two road teams because the reason I ask you that is you look at that and you say to yourself, that should be so easy. Like the Yanks, it would shock you, right, if they lost. It would shock you if the Astros lost to the Royals. The Blue Jays, it should shock you because even though they got beat yesterday, that's a horrendous baseball team in Oakland. Mm -hmm. But as the old adage goes, like, at the end of the day, I think Katana beat the Yankees 2-1, right? Like, doesn't it seem like Mm -hmm. that's supposed to happen? Oh, I mean, again, yes. So which one's what's going to lose? They're both going to lose, right? Is like how it always Mm -hmm. seems like it goes, right? Like that's a yes. like Donna is part of you just say let me go fifty bucks on each here. I don't need anything other than I one of them hits. That's it's fun. a great night. That's fun. That and you know what? It's a good point to that because I do think the legitimacy of either at least one hitting. It's not minus one ten plus one ten plus one twenty. You got big numbers, so it might be interesting. Now I want to bring this up here. This news just came across here. It's from a beat writer here. I guess for, I'm going to say for the either the Mets or the Reds. Get this: it's hailing in 85 degrees Cincinnati with a chance of thunderstorms basically all night. So I'm not super confident we'll be watching Max Scherzer tonight. Why is that important? Look at that price right now in the Mets: plus 180. Excuse me, minus 220, which you're getting basically a plus 185 on the Reds. Scherzer's not going to be because if you are the Mets, do you want because it's not Grant, it's not a hamstring injury, knee injury, right? But it's still a shoulder. Do you want him going out in the first inning, rain delay? And he's not coming no, back no, in. No, no. Like that's like a worst no. case scenario. So the reason I do bring that up is or is this just one of those games where you say to yourself, or also, like JP, you got the over in this game? What a win. Like you didn't win oh, the game, I, I tried but to what a win. What a win here. Like, that is exactly. Like, I look at that move and say, that's one for the good guys. That you didn't really see coming, but you see that tweet come out. Now, granted, Scherzer could take them out. I'm a bulldog. I don't care. I'm pitching tonight. He's that type of guy. Mm -hmm. But my goodness, like, if you read that type of information, it's like, you know what? An educated guess makes some sense. If you like the over in that game and it goes to a bullpen game for the Mets, that's a huge win, man. Mm. Man, so so do you jump in now and, and, and give it a... Give it a run. What's what's the what is the move? Well, yeah, here, are you gonna? Let's take a look here because it's good hitting weather out there. Nobody wants to bet against Scherzer, and you could lose this. You're just trying to have an educated guess, as we like to say, of what's going to happen from an organizational perspective. A guy that's making forty million dollars a year. Yeah, you know what? We'll wait till tomorrow when there's better weather to throw you out there to have your you know first start back. So if I go to the FanDuel Sportsbook right now and I take a look at team totals, because again, it doesn't matter what pitcher is on the mound. It doesn't matter. So if it's Scherzer, you get what you get on the correct line. If it's not, because you see the Reds at a three and a half at minus one hundred five. Now let me go over here. That's a little bit expensive. Two and a half minus one seventy five for the Reds, which is a crazy low number because usually I'm taking like two and a half for a team total in those alt parlays. It's like minus three hundred, minus four hundred. It's only minus one seventy five. But even if you ran it up, and again, not to say that he's not going to start or they're just going to wake up and hit anybody the Mets throw out there. But if you're just looking at one of those, let me jump a line that's not going to go any higher than what it is and can only plummet. That's one that you would look mm-hmm. at today. I like that. I like that, man. It's now, not bad. are you surprised? Are you surprised the numbers not? I guess this isn't new information, but they just see like that's where we talk about the sports book doesn't really. They kind of lose their advantage there because now everybody's guessing, 
right? Yes. So you can just kind of take it. Maybe it works your direction. But there's kind of a trap door where the bottom can be pulled out and really push things into your favor. That's a nice find. Yes, it is. Now, also, granted, you know, this isn't, you know, Castillo on the mound for the Reds. Like, hey, let me just take the Reds straight up, and I'll get Castillo versus a bullpen game for the Mets or whatever they throw out there. But it's still Lodello, who's a bad pitcher. So I think the play in this one would honestly be more towards the over 9 than either side because right now that 9 and also that minus 220 is based on Scherzer pitching. If Scherzer ends up pitching tonight, it's probably still going to be 220 and 9. But if Scherzer doesn't pitch, you might be looking at 9.5 or 10, depending on who the actual Mets pitcher is. Because you're also, the books know Scherzer is not supposed to go 8 innings and 115 pitches. They do know that. But it's still Max Scherzer, which means if he gives you 5 with one earned run, that's a very good start, and that's why that 9 is there. Let me let me try and see if there's any word on, on what this guy's you know, pitch count or, or anything of the nature is supposed to look like here today. Yeah, usually you get that leaked, but it just feels like like he doesn't have like I'll tell you my pitch count during the game. That's what it always feels like for me. He threw eighty pitches uh, over four and two thirds uh, in Double A, and then it said he's hoping for six innings and or ninety pitches in his first outing back. So the expectation, Don, is a legitimate start, really. For sure, are there. 90 see the six innings doesn't matter obviously it's mm-hmm. that 90 pitch count that's not you know is that what it says to, yeah is that what you're just making that up oh it says it out there no why would i make that up no i don't know i, 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 I was i was looking up. down at a pick here i didn't know if you're saying like hypothetically it was 90 <laughs> oh oh i didn't, i thought you meant like like it was a funny joke I was, I didn't no. no here's the tim oh. Britton tweet who covers the match for the athletic all right this was on uh that's this incredible was on first so his pitch count Scherzer is 90. Is in, like, what? why even have a pitch count? What is well, that for? Now, if it was 95, it's over? Thing. Here's the clarification, though, is Scherzer is hoping he can go about 90 pitches over six innings. Hmm. So it, it did maybe over the past four days he was told, hey, that's great, that's what you were hoping, pal, but uh, 75 Man. have a day. You know what I mean? But I basically would say, that's here's incredible. I would not tee off some Scherzer under strikeout prop because he's not going to play the game. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it's an inter- It really is an interesting one to go over here on this. And we'll have some more thoughts on that. But I believe we have a caller waiting for us today. The Moose, is he loose on a Tuesday uh, after the 4th of July weekend? Is that true, Moose? Absolutely. He got today's day off. Just, um... Left the casino, I hit a nice little $400 jackpot, and uh, hey, I like that. I like that, that, that run line over, you know? I think, I think the Mets are going to smoke Cincinnati. I think it, yeah. I like that. And hey, what is the, um, what's the team runs, what's the team run lines over? Yeah, for the Met, I actually took it this morning here, Moose. Mets team total was four and a half at a minus one forty-five, oh. so it was expensive. And I still took it at that level in the morning. I think the Mets do get the five runs tonight, and then it would even be even better if Scherzer doesn't pitch to have a running mate, as we like to say. Well, can, can you wrap that up into a nice little parlay? Yeah, sure. 
I mean, you could include that all yeah. over the place. Alt team totals, team, yeah, whatever it would be. JP's in on just a straight over, Moose. He loves it. Thinks runs no matter what tonight. Yeah, they're playing in, uh, where are they playing? I'm in my car now. They're playing in New York? In in uh, Cincinnati. Oh. Humid. Some rain well, I can I can tell you, yeah, yeah, we get some, uh, some storms snap up uh, pretty early. So maybe take, um, maybe take that, uh, the run line over early on and not that, not for the total. If it get rained out. Because the, for, the forecast tonight is uh, pretty nasty. Yeah, it is. Certainly is there. And that's yeah. the good part about that, too, Moose, is when you're betting those team totals, they get that five runs in the third inning and the game gets called, you still cash that ticket, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. That's what I like. That's true. Looking at the weather, that's what I would do. Because we're supposed to get hit with quite a bit of lightning tonight, too. So once that starts flashing... Well, I like that. Hey, I'll let you guys go, but hopefully you guys have a good 4th of July. We'll talk to you sometime later. It's beautiful, right, man. Sounds good, man. You too. Four hunting this. I like that, too, man. Hit a little slot machine on the way out the door. Pick up a couple hundred bucks here. What was he playing, Kev? Buffalo Gold? Maybe a little Lightning? I wonder what he's playing down there. Should I ask him? I know someone who stopped in uh, on the way home the other day from a celebration and mm. uh, was able to, you know, Draw up a little cash for themselves there, about about, about six hundred bucks in winning. I, I said, "Good." Yeah, who was so, that? People, people, I had no reason to say who. It wasn't myself. Oh, but, man. Um, a big, a big, a big congratulations. So, yeah, how about that? Like where AC? Like where were we here at this point? Upstate New York. Um, what are we doing? Nah, you you, you on the island? Specifics. You know what I mean? We don't even tell you yeah. anything. Is like it? I could put two and two together and probably figure I'm out exactly who this was. Hidden. I don't yeah. think you could. I mean, you, you probably you think a lot, but. I don't know about all that. But now, what was going on I mean, with the wedding this weekend that you had here? I mean, well, it was it's just yeah, it was, everything I mean, was flowing. I'm not a big wedding right. guy. Yeah, see, I'm trying to get to the, let's see who. If I can yeah. dig into this, I can eventually find out who uh-huh. the slot player was. That's why. I'm a, I'm a pretty good detective. <laughs> Hold on. Do me a favor, though, right? I mean, let's switch the topic. When is Kevin Durant getting traded, man? What? I mean, this is driving me nuts. Like, can I just throw out something to you that I just read online quickly? Yes. All right. It says, here's what it says, all right? Uh, Siakam, OG, Precious, Precious Achua, and a ton of mm-hmm. picks, right, as a yeah. potential package for Kevin Durant, right? Uh-huh. Is, is that remaining Raptor team? I don't know. I might be losing Is it mind. good enough? Is that team that? Yeah, yes, yes. That's my yes. Is that team good enough? I don't really know if it is. It could be, but the one thing we'll find out is what happened at this wedding and who actually hit a slot machine next on Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Time for picks here on a Tuesday final segment here of Moneyline Sports Grid Network Series XM Channel 159. It's Donnie and Kevin. Let's go. I got three in here, and I'm going to load up some home run props here once we finally see some of these lineups come out. Because, again, you don't want to fire too early. 
because you end up picking, uh, I don't know, Aaron Judge, and he's only available as a pinch hitter, that don't do you much good because you're locked in at a ridiculously low price for a guy getting one at bat to come up and try to swing for the fences. I'm going to take the Cleveland Guardians team total over 4.5 at a minus 125. Also, first five innings total to the over, Chicago and Milwaukee, that is 4.5 at a minus 120 price. And then the third game was the Mets team total over 4.5 at a minus 145 price. Those are my three. JP, tell the people there. New York, Cincinnati, what the deal is. Uh, we're going with the the Yankees and the Pirates, but um, oh, wait I like, a second! It's all right. It's all right. I'm, I like the way Red Tail said it though. Take the Yankees parlay eight, over eight and a half, and them to win. <laughs> Jesus, man! I spent that entire second hour setting up JP's Mets Cincinnati over, only to realize it was the Yankees. Mm-hmm. That's par for the course, K Dub. What do you got tonight? Now, now, Don, do you know where that came from? Even where you got Mets Reds from? That was my guess for what he was going to bet. So, yeah, and then it just rolled into everybody was jumping on that, and it came in like, oh, yeah, that's right, JP's got this game. Yeah, it became everybody's best bet. I am. Oh, my God. Look, I got uh-huh. six strikeout props in the queue, all right? <laughs> Nothing's been clicked just yet, but the two I'll tell you right away because one of them's coming up, and then one of them is really interesting. One of them that's coming up is the Logan Gilbert 4 and a half. Uh, on FanDuel at minus 146. It's a 4 o'clock game against the Padres. Here's one that's going to take some real decision-making on. Drew Hutchinson, Donnie. Stinks. Has a strikeout prop of one and a half. <laughs> what is he, an opener? One, What's going on here? One Jeez. and a half. And, Donnie, that over, though, minus 195. But, Don, his last three, <laughs> uh, his last two starts... Four innings, 1K, four and two-thirds, 1K. Tough. Yeah, my guy pitches the contact. Let's get some winners tonight. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow right here on The Grid. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.